Guess who's back? Back again. Fringy's back. I don't know the rest. I'm just messing around. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good week. Enjoying your Sunday. That's right. Sunday Fringe Day. You made it. And you're stuck with me today because the ladies are out doing other things. So it's just going to be me and you chatting a little bit today. So we've got some uh, technical difficulties that were happening during our last recording that we did. And we wanted to bring that recording to you guys today. But unfortunately, I found when I started my editing process that it was all gone. It was all just too much. There was internet issues. He cut out three or four times. We dropped, we came back in and I was like, I think I can edit it. I think. And sometimes these fingers aren't that magical. Sometimes you just got to say, we got to record that again. So that's what we're going to do. And we apologize to Joey. And uh, if you hear this brother, we'll be in touch because we're going to do it again. But uh, just so you guys know, we got a lot going on in our lives. We know you got a lot going on in your lives. We just appreciate the fact that you guys stopped by here to hang with us for a little bit. Um, whether you're joining on the chat, whether you're just listening and not participating at all, that's fine with us. We, we're just blessed and grateful that you guys are even stopping by and giving us a listen. So thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts because the reality of the situation is, is we're not actually making any money doing this. So we're not even trying to, if that makes sense. So we put some ads in, but we're not really thinking about money in that way because this is God's message. And I don't remember him telling Moses to charge for getting his people out of Egypt. So we have to remember that even though we are giving God's message. We're not, we're not to be beggars, right? Because we serve a big God. We serve a huge God, a God that is unimaginably big. And we always worry about where this money is going to come from or where this or where that. And I do it too. I'm not saying it's all you, it's us. So I get to the place where I'm like, dude, calm down. There is no God greater than your God. So why are you freaking out? And sometimes I have to just stop and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. Just buy it. Do you need it? Do we need it? Okay, then buy it. And somehow we keep grinding and working hard and the money keeps coming. Because we're focusing on God. Now, we haven't made any money from this podcast. I want you guys to hear me. I'm not asking you for money right now. Because I asked God if he wanted me to do this podcast. And if he wanted me to charge anybody or if he wanted me to do ads or whatever. Because I ask God for everything. I try to. And so he said to me, if you want this thing to be successful, then stop worrying about the money. And I said, sweet. Even though in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm working full time. I have six kids. I do this stuff at church and I do this and I'm helping here. And it's overwhelming sometimes the stress of it. But God never said it would be easy. 
And so I wanted to know, what is it that you want me to say? And do you want me to charge people for it? And so he told me to set up a GoFundMe, which was really funny. So I set up this GoFundMe and I'm thinking, what's going to happen here, right? He tells me, set it up for $50,000. And I was like, well, it's $50,000. I'm not going to put that in. I don't even, that's not going to. And so he said, do it. And so I did it. Set it up. My wife was like, this is dumb. I thought we weren't asking for money. I said, this is what he told me to do. And he said, if it does something, then you'll know that I want you to have the money. If it doesn't do anything, then you'll know that I don't want you to have the money. So set it up and leave it alone. So that's what I did. So those are GoFundMe. It's in the link. If something happens, then it happens. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to continue to do this because this is what he wants me to do. And so because we didn't have an episode, I had been kicking some things around in my head. And I said, I'm just going for it. I'm just going to talk to the people and I'm going to tell them what's been going on in my head. That's one of the things. The next thing I got is the Constitution. I started thinking to myself, why, how, how did we get here? How did we get here? And I don't know if you guys have seen back here, I usually have a Constitution and a Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, which I think you should all have. If you live in America, you should know what it is that your government is all about. So if you haven't done that, it's a recommendation. But I started thinking, they changed the Constitution. I don't know if you know this. They changed the Constitution because in 1871, the Congress, I think it was the 41st, 41st Congress, wanted to change everything change the way the government worked. They wanted to join this cabal. They wanted to be involved. Because you see, we were a free people for a little bit. We were free. We were trying to be free. We came from Britain to America and we what? We wiped out the Indians. That's the real story. Was it even about freedom? Or was it about grabbing land? Was it about migration to be free to worship our creator? Or was it about killing Indians and stealing land? We don't know. We weren't there. But what we do know is that there were some, when they did come over, cared enough about the human spirit, cared enough about God, that, that they, wanted, they wanted to share land with the Indians. They wanted to be a part of this culture. They wanted to grow this place to be 
independent and free and wild. They had never experienced freedom like that before. And this freedom caused them to start to disobey, to rebel away from this way of life because these people were starting to become cowboys where they were mixing with the native people. They were living like the native people. They loved the native people. And there was this separation from what Britain wanted them to continue to be because the city of London and the city of the Vatican were controlling the world at that time. And if you're going to break away from, if you're going to break away from Britain, from the cabal, there's going to be consequences. And so they tried, they tried to break away. They did everything they could. There was so many godly people in that time that were trying to break through this glass ceiling that the cabal had put on them. Because this stuff goes way back, guys, way back. And so in order to break through that glass ceiling, they had to fight. They had to do everything they could do. And in the end, they tell us that we won. And we were given everything that we have now or that we had back then, that freedom. But the reality is that's not true. We've never, we didn't win. <laughs> we didn't win. I mean, there was not a, all of this independence and victory and freedom, all we didn't win. I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the documents, like if you go back and you look at these, I wrote some of these documents down because I don't want to forget them. If you look at 1871, okay, this is February 21st. Uh, it's the 41st Congress, and they gave the District of Columbia, <laughs> they gave them their own corporate government ruled by a Roman law, which is called Lex Fori which basically means to take it to court, like to govern by a court. And so by doing that, they made a corporation with a president or a CEO. And then they made a Congress, which is a board of directors, right? I mean, they set it up like a, like a business. And so once they did that, they created Washington, D.C. And once they created Washington, D.C., it was over because it has its own constitution. It's governed by its own rules. It's, it's, a, it's a nation inside of a nation. Have you ever wondered why it's Washington, D.C., District of Columbia? It's because it doesn't belong in the United States. It's a, it's a sovereign nation inside of this bigger nation. And it, that little speck that you can hit with a missile is controlling this whole nation. And then they're connected to London because we were never out from under the crown. America is a British 
colony. America is a British colony. They've tricked all of us. Okay. I get it. It's hard to hear. It's maybe sounds weird, but it's true. You know, it's true. Okay. Because you've got Canada is a British colony. Australia is a British colony. There's all of these British colonies all over the world. And nobody's asking a question why Britain has so much freaking land. Why they own so much stuff all over the world. It's because they're still in charge of everything. They're in charge. I mean, look at silver. If you collect silver like I do, like you should, look on the back of it. There's a, the, the queen's on every stamped coin. Every stamped coin around the world, if you're getting precious metals, it's going to be stamped because all the precious metals belong to London City. They belong. All the metal, all the precious metals, London City, because they control the world's money system. Did you know that? Well, now you do. What about hop over to the Vatican, right? The Vatican is in control of what? All of the spiritual things, right? All of the confusion. There's so much confusion spiritually in this world. And it's insane, right? How? Why has nobody figured it out yet? I mean, is that weird? These are the things that go through my mind. Why has nobody figured it out yet? Who is God? How did this all work? How did it happen? Like, we can't get together and all talk and like share notes and eventually come to an agreement that, oh, okay, this is what happened. Like, we still don't know. No, it's because they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know that there's a God. They just don't. So, of course, their, their religion, <clears throat> excuse me, the devil's religion is religion, right? Like everything that is not big G God, that's it. Everything else, it doesn't matter. He rules it all. And you know that he does. You see it everywhere now. It's so obvious. Tell me you don't see it. It's in music, it's in TV, it's in picture. I mean, it's all over, everything, clothing. Like, if you guys don't see that there's a devil and there's this war going on, we have to be paying attention. But this spiritual confusion that we've had been going on for so long has got us to that place where we don't even know we don't even know what's right and what's wrong and what's up and what's down. That's the point. Right? Because you know, you know, in the bottom of your heart, what the truth is. Because the Bible says that the God, the big G God, has laid it on your heart. So you know. You're acting like you don't know. Because you're listening to everything else outside of that truth that you know is truth. Because even in your heart, that is ringing a bell. 
you know that the God of the Bible is the true God. Everybody knows that deep down in their heart. And you know that he sent his son Jesus to save everybody because everybody recognizes Jesus. It says that someday every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Well, right now, if you were to ask everybody in the world, everybody knows who Jesus is. I'm, you'll be pretty hard-pressed to not find a person that doesn't know the name of Jesus, right? So, every tongue will confess. That's up to you. Every knee will bow. There's no choice. That's his part. You will bow. It's not up to you. I put a thing on social media on Instagram today that said, it was, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life, depending on your translation. So, that believes in him, right? It's interesting, what does it mean to believe in something? It's to believe that it exists, right? Which is good. Like, we do want to believe that Jesus exists. And I think the world believes that. I think the world pretty largely believes that he was a real person. He did walk the earth, you know, all of that. But was he God? That's the struggle, right? That's the question. But I don't think that everybody in the world knowing who Jesus is, is an accident. <laughs> I mean, this Bible has survived everything. Everything that the devil has thrown at it, the word of God cannot be destroyed. It can be changed. It can be taken out of context. You can swip, you know, change things here. You can take out this word. You can, you can do whatever you want to do to that book. But if you have all the words of Jesus in your heart, Jesus is Holy Spirit living inside of you. Then you know, you know the word. Because the word of God is written on your heart. The law is written on your heart. Like he took his finger and he wrote on the stone. He did that to your heart. The Ten Commandments are the easiest rules to follow. If you think about it, if you really chill out and calm down with all of the fighting and the bickering and the backbiting and who's the president, is it Trump, is it Biden, cue this, cue that, focus. Who is Jesus? Why does everybody know about him? Why is the Bible in everything? Why are the Ten Commandments so important to people? And why did they take them down? And why do they constantly want to take them down? 
Why did they take prayer out of schools? Why did they take Bibles out of schools? Huh. All really, really, really good questions, I think. But we're not doing that. We're not questioning. And I think that's really what Q is about to me. Q is about questioning, right? Asking the question, what is going on around here? And it wasn't until people felt enough pain, enough suffering, enough hurt and hardship that they began to question their beliefs. They began to question who they even were. What is even going on? And then what happened? The internet exploded with talk and chatter about these Q drops. What is it? I don't know. QAnon. What about this? What about that? I don't know who Q is. You don't know who Q is. Nobody knows who Q is. Nobody knows anything. We've been lied to for so long. But what do you feel? That's the question, right? Because everybody is lying to you. Everybody is lying to you. But Jesus will never lie to you. And he wrote it on your heart. And you can feel it. And you know. Some of us like to push it down. Like an alarm clock. You know. That feeling inside of you will start to come up and you'll squash it like an alarm clock and you'll roll over and go back to sleep. Or you'll, you'll just try to talk it away like, nah. I mean, yeah, probably sure. Just this once, you know. And there's all of these different ways that we walk ourselves into sin. We all know that. Paul knew that. We all know that. But what is it that's going to get us back into relationship with God? It's that law that's written in our heart. And it's not hard. The Ten Commandments? Come on. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Put God first before everybody else. Like, mind your parents. Come on, kids. Mind your parents. Believe in them. Believe that they can lead you. And parents, start believing that you can lead them. Lead them from here. Don't lead them from the noise outside. Because they don't know you. They don't know your child. They don't know anything about you. Don't let them lead you. Don't let them tell you what to do to put a vaccine in them, to test them to stick that thing up their nose. Don't let them do it. Don't put a mask on your child. The breath of God is air all around us. That's the breath of God, the spirit that's in us. Do not let them put this mask on your children. And take it off your face. You look ridiculous. You should not comply. If they're going to lie to you, which they have, it's been proven, if they're going to deliver vials 
to the pharmacy. And when somebody asks for the internal paperwork that usually has all the safety information and regulations and everything like that, FDA approvals, maybe that you would actually have something in there. Right. And so they would give it to them and they would open it and it would be a gigantic white page, nothing on it. Why? They don't want you to know that they're trying to kill you. Kamala Harris just said it the other day, depopulation agenda. She didn't say those words, but listen to what she said. That won't be a hard one to find on the internet. I can put it in the chat. But the reality is, guys, that the Ten Commandments are not hard to follow. It's really not. It's really, if you think about it, it's not. Submitting to God is not difficult. You just don't want to. Why? Is, is the Lord so oppressive that he buries you down to the ground to where you can't even get up and move and blah, blah, blah? No. That's the cabal. That's the devil. That's the devil's work. That's all of these other little G gods trying to hold you down so that you don't rise up and realize that the true big G God is waiting for you to come running back to him. Just like Jesus says when he's sitting up on the hill and he's looking at Jerusalem and he's, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I want to bring you under my wing. Like, God wants to rescue us. He wants to save us, but we have to save ourselves. Because he's already done his part. He's already done his part. He sent his one and only son to die on a cross for you. He already did it. So all you do is accept it. You know, it's really hard to bond with somebody over catch if you throw the ball and they don't catch it. <laughs> like, it gets pretty frustrating after a while. Lobbing all this blessing and grace and love and joy and rest when all you're getting from the other side is hate and sickness and death. But we had to learn it the hard way, right? Because of Adam's choice. Because of what he did. We had to learn it the hard way. And that's difficult pill for us to swallow because we don't want to take... We always like to point like, uh, that stupid Eve. Or, uh, Adam. Gosh, if, it, if Adam wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have done that. Like, I wouldn't have done that. You know, uh, Paul's so dumb. I wouldn't have done that. You know, what are you talking about? Have you ever been challenged like these people have been challenged? You live in America. Like, we're the wealthiest nation in the world. We're the kings. Even though we're not allowed to call ourselves kings because we're a British colony, 
And that dang 13th Amendment, we're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to call ourselves kings or kings and queens and princes. We're not allowed to do that. Even though that's what God says we are, he tells us to rule this earth. Not with an iron fist. Individually, you rule your spot. You do you and leave everybody else alone. That's why he says, don't covet your neighbor's wife. Stay on your own land and quit looking around. Just do your own thing. Make your own family. Make your own dreams. Build a foundation of life and let it grow and flow throughout everywhere. Like that's on you. But we can't stop playing video games. Because we're not real men. Well, some of us aren't. Like men, we need to start leading our households. It drives me nuts. I'll rant all day about this. This drives me nuts. We have to learn, men, that God chose you first to be in charge. Look what Adam did. He allowed her to do what he knew she was not supposed to do because he had heard it from the master, the creator, the one that is full of love and light, the one that is all-powerful. That God just asked that we not touch that one. And then we just hang with him and just follow his lead. Just uh, you know, like just like Jesus said, just hey, just follow me, okay? Quit getting distracted by what the Pharisees are saying, by what the Sadducees are saying, what the Romans are saying. Like just focus, okay, guys. Just follow me. I'm going this way. They didn't understand. They didn't know why. But they saw some cool things. And I think that's what's going to happen with us when we finally figure out that when we choose to follow Jesus, like that's, that's a real choice. And it's a real thing. Like you should do that. Because all of those crazy things that happened. When Jesus was there with the disciples, that could still be happening. But they tell us it can't. It's not possible. That was just for the apostles. That's not what I read in my Bible. I don't believe you. You're lying to me again. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say that you can't heal the sick. It doesn't say that you can't. Raise the dead. It doesn't say that you can't do that because they were doing it. It's the religion that tells you that you can't do it. You don't follow religion. You follow Jesus. And Jesus told us to do it. He told us to save people, to heal people, to love people. To be 
everything, to be everything to everyone all the time. That's why he said, quit fighting about all of this other junk and just focus on this. This is the most important commandment. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. One of the most profound things that he's ever said, <laughs> should have probably been paying attention, right? But some dude in the back who thinks he knows it all yells out, but who's my neighbor? Like that part even matters right now. Like the God of the universe is talking to you about how you can be saved, how you can, how you can be born again, how you can become more, how you can get out from under this suffering and the sorrow and all of this oppression, this death that this earth is right now. You can get out from under that. But you have to make the choice. It's your choice. You have to want to be free and it's hard i'll be the first to tell you it's hard because we we have tv ads and i mean we have hamburgers flying at our faces and like uh, like oh buy this new phone oh buy these clothes oh you have to have these new shoes you know it's like oh you gotta have jordans why i don't even play basketball like what? I don't want your propaganda. I want the noise to go away. I always get frustrated when I can't see the sky because there's too much light pollution all around. I just want to look up to God and see the incredible sky that they get to see in Maui. You know? Like one of the craziest places to see the stars ever it's wild out there they got some cool uh stuff up there on those mountains <laughs> those sacred mountains that they've taken over the military the government of america took their sacred mountain from them get out of here man this is your government that you need to denounce. You need to say, I'm no longer part of this system. I will not obey this system of death. I'm not going to obey this system of corruption and hatred and division. Pharmaceuticals. Like, Jesus never told us to heal the sick. And then charge them for it. He never told us that. He said, give freely as freely I have given you. Like, give it all away. <laughs> Just give. Serve. Love. And he says, try me. Test me. In Malachi, God says, test me. Try me. You can't outgive God. You will not outgive God. He will heap blessings on your head. 
you will not be able to close your storehouses, he says. It's going to be crazy. If you truly want to serve him, though, you got to change. You got to believe. And that's what my reel was all about today. You have to believe Jesus. You have to believe what he said. You have to believe who he is, the son of God. You have to believe that. And then you have to listen to all of his words and you have to think, this is what life is really all about. Because he is the big G God standing before me, 100% man, 100% God. I don't understand it. You don't understand it. You're not going to understand it. That's not the point. Pay attention. Don't get distracted. God is here on the earth trying to get your attention. That's what he was saying. I'm trying to get your attention because everybody else is telling you who I am, but I'm going to tell you who I am. Don't listen to them that tell you I'm this and I'm a hateful God and I'm a spiteful God and I don't really love you and I don't really I'm not even around because there's aliens and there's this and the universe is so big and vast and blah 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 like you're distracted with stuff that doesn't matter what you need to focus on is how do I get back to the big G God <laughs> because I'm not going to be tricked anymore I'm not going to be tricked anymore I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm still unvaccinated. There's nothing you can do about that. So it's time to break out of the matrix, guys. If you're not stacking like world currency, like silver and gold, if you're not paying attention to the bricks stuff that's going on, you should be. If you're not paying attention and you're not stacking silver, or stacking gold, you should be. And I'm not telling you what to do, and I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just saying you probably should be. Because once London falls, like we talked about earlier, the place where all the money is controlled, once London falls, and they're, remember, they're the owner of all the biggest countries in the world. <laughs> This big, big conglomerate goes down. And it's a big deal. Not all the countries. I realize I just said they're controlling all the countries. You know what I meant. All the British colonies. So all the British colonies falling at the same time financially. That includes America. It includes Canada. It includes Australia. It includes all of the others. You can find a list on the internet. That's a big deal. And China's pulling out. Russia's pulling out of the dollar. Everybody's pulling out of the dollar. They're like, we're not doing this anymore. Then they know. They know. This big wave is coming. People are selling off money. Or there, I'm sorry, not money. Stocks left and right. Warren Buffett, the people that like know how to do it, they're selling it off like crazy. Something you should probably pay attention to. So 
I didn't mean to ramble on you tonight, and I hope you didn't feel like that's what I was doing. I wanted to share just my heart, my brain, my feelings, how I think. And if you don't like that, then that's okay. If you do, then that's good. Because I try to speak as much truth as possible tonight. And um, hopefully it resonated with some. Hopefully some got something out of it. Um, I look forward to the conversations after. If you want to have them, if you want to ask questions, I'll be on that fringy chat on Telegram. If you don't know where that's at, it's on Telegram. You can download that on your phones or on um, the internet. You can just get on there. If you don't have an account on there, that's no big deal. We're on Instagram. If you want to have a conversation, you can always email us at that's so fringy at gmail.com. Uh, you can get on the website and send us questions or suggestions or anything like that. Yeah. I think that about sums it up for this episode. So thanks for listening. I hope I didn't bore you to death. Maybe you had a good time. I don't know. Let me know at the bottom because I'm going to put up a poll that says, did you think that was dumb? And, uh, I hope you answer accordingly. Thanks, guys. Hope you have a good night. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.